Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating, Greg, your first mate, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner. We are your crew rounding out, uh, well, handling the latest boating news and information. Uh, We're missing Captain Patrick, he's out playing, uh, I don't know what the hell he's doing today. He's he's like part of some play or something. (laughs) I'm sure we'll hear all about it next week, but he's making his his off-Broadway debut or something is happening this week uh, weekend for Captain Patrick. So we'll get the lowdown next week. So we're captainless to a certain extent. But I don't know. Mike is a captain. He counts, right? And and he's on his yacht right now. And he's now. on his yacht as we speak for Memorial Day weekend. We're going to get a full uh, rundown of how things are going. And uh, I don't know. Maybe he'll run into a sandbar uh, during the show. That'd be. Oh, that's no, don't say that. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. Really? Radio Gold. You're gonna wish that on me. Come no, on. No, no, I'm not wishing it on you. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like saying maybe you'd set an example for people not uh, what not to do. Uh, Mike, well, actually, wait. I just t- I just took a picture of a boat that ran aground about ah. uh, half a mile back. Okay, see, that's it. That's a good omen. I think yeah. that's what I'm gonna go with at least for now. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, as long as he can maintain a signal, we're, we're going to have uh, Mike the Mariner. You can see him on YouTube Live, uh, as well as Facebook and the whole thing. we got that streaming as well. And uh, you may have noticed we got a another member, a passenger, uh, to help us kick off today's show. It's uh, Mark from Nova Lux. Mark, how are you doing, buddy? Hey, guys. Yeah, very happy to be on and uh, doing well. Doing well up north. Although it's raining, it's going to rain all Memorial Day weekend, which... We'll put a little damper on the boating up north. Well, uh, well, that gives you an excuse to at least talk about it for a few minutes here on the World of Boating. Now, if you don't remember, Mark works with Nova Lux. They're that uh, sailboat manufacturer that's all electric. Pretty uh, phenomenal stuff that they have come up with. We had them on a few weeks ago. Uh, it's been a while, but you've been bu- busy. You've been out on your boat. Uh, yeah. You know, you've, you've been building more of them. And, and he put out this broadcast email. Uh, yesterday and i called him up i said mark we got to talk to you because obviously you're going through <laughs> something that all the manufacturers are having to deal with right now and that is the the unfortunate reality of having to raise prices a little bit to offset i don't know if you want to call it inflation or supply problems because of covid but he really went in depth and i and i thought it was uh, pretty noble as a president of a manufacturer to come out and just say look guys we got to raise prices a little bit and here is why uh, you know, soup to nuts. I'm going to explain to you why we have to raise some prices. It's not like we were trying to get filthy rich as much as we'd like to. It's the reality of the current market. So, yeah, did I uh, cover it in a nutshell there, Mark? Or yeah, what do you think? but um, <laughs> Gre- uh, Barry was uh, shaking his head over there because uh, I do power boats mostly, power boat electric catamarans, now, right. bread okay. and butter. Yeah. I have a few sailboats, including a Ocean Renegade 55 sailboat, sailboat, which is 2020 carbon fiber with a Torquedo deep blue system, which will be in Tampa by the end of the year. But that's the that's there's only a few of those. 
um, but mostly power electric power catamarans. Right. Yeah, and I, I stand corrected. I, I meant because Thank yeah, because they're those catamarans. <laughs> I'm just used to seeing big sails on those. Everybody. Things. Yeah. Yes. Right. So, but but the thing is, they they kind of run like a sailboat. They're run by you know uh, you know uh, earth friendly power. Uh, electric and, and he, you know, Novalux is on the cutting edge of this technology, and uh, Mark's really been pushing that envelope about as far as it can go. And and before we, I guess, go and address the issue of the prices going up a little bit, uh, the latest thing. I mean, can, can you? You told me this on the phone yesterday about uh, how you guys are are working on a, actually a modification of the system to kind of create like a new hybrid version of the boat or something or what? Um. Yeah. So. So uh, we're working with Aventura. Um, they've been building uh, catamarans for 10 years now. And they just came out with the A14 power catamaran. It's 14 meters or 46 feet. Um, beautiful boat. And um, they came out with it as diesel. Um, and I said, listen, this is a wonderful boat. Let me do the electric system for this boat. And this was about 10 months ago. Mm-hmm. We, we finalized the deal. And... One of the customers who's already purchased an Aventura as diesel, he's home number three. They're on number two right now. Said, "Hey, I want, I want an, I want the parallel electric system." And so uh, we're going to be putting that into the the A14, and that should be um, out early May if, if all goes as planned. But the difference in this system, whereas where I started with, and I still have the same system, is you either go with a parallel hybrid system or a serial hybrid system. And in both cases, you do need a diesel to go for longer than one day. In a serial hybrid, you use that diesel as a generator, powers the batteries, only electric motors on the shaft. Okay. That's what I've been doing. That's what Torquedo does. And that's what I recommend for that. Mm-hmm. However, there's, there is a need to go a little bit faster um, especially in the United States, you guys know this. Um, <laughs> Need for speed. We can't. We can't go slow. That's no, right. No. <laughs> yeah, and so so people see a fast electric car and they say, "Well, oh, I want a fast electric boat," mm-hmm. and that can be yes. built. But you know, a boat is pushing water that whole time, creating resistance that whole time. Whereas when you're in a car, you push the pedal down. Only one or two seconds do you use a lot of power. The rest is just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So on a boat, again, you need that diesel. You, batteries can only get you a day's worth of, of operation. Got Let's it. just say that. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to go at speed around 15 knots on a 46-foot uh, you know, yacht, four bedrooms, um, then you really, my pre- preference is to put the diesels on the shaft in conjunction with smaller electric motors. Those smaller electric motors will allow you to go through the channels, will allow you to go seven to, to nine knots all day long. You could go, you could do everything are, as electric. Yep. Good question. Are, are, uh, yeah. Are you, are you augmenting the, uh, the diesels while they are under power or are you just one uh, or the other the diesel down and you, yeah, one or yeah. the other. It's, it's so it's trans fluid that operates the clutch and that's kind of the key part. So uh. that the clutch will match the speed of the diesel before engaging the diesel. So first you turn on the system, you're in electric, you go around your uh, electric seven, eight knots. Cool. You want to go faster? The, the trans fluid system will turn on the diesel, spin it up and then read how fast it's going 
match the electric uh, motor with with the diesel motor, and now you're using now the electric motor typically goes into neutral and you're on diesel. Now you have two options. You have either charge batteries or boost. Yeah. What's the engine doing during that sequence? Is it just idling waiting for load or I'm talking about the diesel engine now. The, the diesel engine is not turned on until it's, it's engaged. Um, so it is spun up and then the, the clutch engages it. And now the, the diesel engine's running, you're on diesel. The question is, what do you want to do with the electric side now? Got it's it. like those cars that when you come to a stoplight, they turn the engine off. Yes. Right. It yeah. automatically starts again. Yeah. But okay. like you said, when you start uh, the diesel kicking in, then you can actually divert the power to charge up mm-hmm. the batteries at the same time. And, so it's, And it's a lot of power, actually. because yeah. so, you, so with a 30-kilowatt electric motor, it will do about half of its kilowatt as, as power per hour. So it will do 15 okay. kilowatts per hour. You have two of those. That's 30 kilowatts per hour. In one hour, that's more than a house uses in a day. Yeah. Nice. So, so, so what engines on a forty-six foot Aventura uh, or something? What, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What engines would you have? The diesel engine. Which so, diesel engines? Yeah. Have? So the the boat was designed around three hundred horsepower Volvos. Um, okay. But in order to use this clutch, it it can only handle two hundred and fifty horsepower from the diesel motor. So we downgrade the engine from a three hundred to a 230, either a Yanmar or a Steyr. And, and um, Transfluid has, has you know, proven it can work with either motor. And then that electric machine is what it's called because it can use as a generator or as a motor, can either be 20 to 40 kilowatts. And the preference is to keep it small on the smaller side because then we don't have to play with higher voltages. We keep the voltage down by keeping the electric motor small, only doing what electric motors are doing best. And then we can transfer that voltage to the house, to the from the solar panels, and we can use it a lot easier by keeping those electric motors small. Barry? So, you, so you're using the electric motors to regenerate power back into the battery bank like the Teslas do. Uh, Teslas do it when they're stopping. Yes. When they stop. They use they they regenerate power back through the motors to the power supply to the batteries. You're doing the same thing when you kick in the gen the um the diesels and they start taking over. The motors now become generators and they're tapping off a little bit of that power. A- absolutely, but with these generator, but but these are are very powerful. So you would turn it on for an hour, maybe. And and get a ton of power. All right, Mark from NovaLuxYachts.com is our guest. We'll talk more with him next. Stay close to the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast Basically, there's two ways to turn a boat. It's coming about, which is turning into the wind, and there's jiving, which is turning away from the wind. Now, jiving is something that you never want to do with a rookie on board, so let's give it a shot. Well, wait, 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 wait. Why is jiving bad? It's not bad. It's just fun. Jive, oh! Come on, man. Let's get over there. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate. We have uh, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, and our special guest right now, Mark from NovaLuxYachts.com. Check them out. You know, uh, hybrid power uh, catamarans. There we'll go. We'll go with that. Uh, they kind of look like sailboats, but they don't need the sails. It's all electric, pretty much. And not maybe all, some diesel backup. You know, Not so all catamarans hard. are sail. Yeah, well, they, you know, that's it. But, you know, it's the best of both worlds. How about that? You get extra well, deck space. You get that little trampoline thing up on the bow with a cat. Sometimes, you know, yeah, I more love that. stability. That's for sure. Okay, space, space uh, is number one. Yes, exactly. Okay. More deck ground. space. You got to love it. All right. So, uh, you know, obviously he's been keeping busy, and uh, I think uh, you know that that's a good thing. And and they're on the cutting edge of the technology and pushing that envelope about as far as it can go. And that's what Mark and the and the crew at Nova Lux Yachts. Uh, do you can check them out novalux dot or nova novalux yachts dot com? There you go, and uh, go check it out, and you can read up all you need to know about those uh, fine vessels. Maybe order one for yourself. But the one of the main reasons I want to have Mark on the uh, uh, world of boating today is because he put out this broadcast email talking about the cost of manufacturing these vessels, and this applies to all marine manufacturers right now. They're in a pickle. 
because uh, we're having labor shortages. You know, uh, whether you agree there's inflation going on right now or not, uh, all of them are going, geez, this is, it's costing us bucks. And Mark just put it out there. Say, hey, guys, you know, we got to raise our prices, and here is why. So uh, have you been, you know, having to deal with this for a while, and you decided, look, I need to get on the front end of this and just let everybody know, know what's up, Mark, or what? Yeah, I I basically um, I needed to revise all the prices anyways, and I wanted to, uh, like you said, just put it out there so I don't have to deal with it anymore. I mean, the fact is, um, if you're buying with euros, which some of my clients do, there is a lot less inflation. Um, so what happened, you guys know, the United States gives out $1.5 trillion, European does not, U.S. dollar falls to the euro. A lot of things are bought and sold in the euro. Yeah. Um, so that's one piece of the puzzle. The other is, you know, at, if if you make stuff for 12 months, if you're actually only making things for eight months because you've been shut down, well, then you don't have as many goods, but demand was spurred. So U.S. gives out money to people. They say, keep on buying stuff. They keep on buying. Demand was, was uh, I mean, supply was constricted. So the prices, you know, that's what goes up. That's what happens, and yeah. it's, it shouldn't be unusual. It, this is just the state of affairs. Right, and, and you just put it out there. Uh, like I said, you've been uh, looking at the numbers, and he's like, look, i, I got to raise the prices. Uh, you know, th- this is the, the reality we're in, and, le- and you're not alone. I know all, all the manufacturers are dealing with the same, same problem, so you have to probably deal with that. A uh, potential issue of a you know customer coming to you and you're like what do you mean it's two hundred grand more what the hell yeah. Yeah. you know and uh, and you do have to you, you better have a pretty good answer for them or they're going to just turn around and walk away I guess right well I mean because it is inflation they can't go next door because it is the same story with with builders who use fiberglass resin with that builders that use uh, you know people right. to build their you know machines so it's the same story all around mm-hmm. yeah do you think that this is a probably is going to be a permanent thing at least for the foreseeable future it's not going to be like okay well the uh the supply will build back up in a year and our prices will come back down yeah do you see that eh, or probably uh, prices not never go back exactly down. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that's yeah. my point yeah. So, but they want an answer. They want to know the real deal. And and I did admire the fact that you just put it out there and just explained it. Mm-hmm. And uh I Barry, you would agree that's the way to go about this, wouldn't you? Or what do you think? You're Mr. Accountant. Well, yeah, I write history. I don't I don't plan the future. <laughs> um I I believe that as people start to go back to work and producing the materials that have been lacking that the prices of boats will stabilize. And if there are more product out there than people willing to buy, then the prices have to do something. They will have to drop. But they can't really drop below what you've invested building it. So you have to be careful not to put too much expensive stuff in there to build a boat. Well, here's the problem, too, is during the whole COVID thing, uh, the boating industry has just been on fire. Well, it had had never stopped. But yeah, yeah, but the problem is, is that let you know how. how Patrick was talking about, you can't just give a person a price of a boat of today's prices because since all the components keep going up, you're going to be upside down when you sell that boat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of stuck in a in a situation where you really almost need to wait for the rest of the world to start 
working together again. And uh, mm. unfortunately, you you can't sit there as a silent company not doing anything because you're not making money either. So you know you got to be careful about how you uh, invest in these products. Okay, I have no idea what he just said. I yeah. am totally well, lost. I, I will add to that, Barry. Uh, the <laughs> yeah. price of the boat can go below the cost of goods that made it, and and that yeah, does, that, that hurts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and the other thing, if people all said, "I want to go on vacation and fly across the world," well, the price of boats will fall. No reason, just simply because people don't want to go on a boat; they want to go on a vacation. Right, but then the price of flying would go will go through the roof. It, yeah. it all depends on who wants to do what. Now, people yep. wanted to buy boats because they want to be able to still get out and still socially distance. And it's still a fun thing to do, even without the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Maybe now we have a bunch of new boaters that really <laughs> enjoy it. They didn't realize they would enjoy it. Yep. You know, uh, so that's a good thing. But again, as you said, you can sell a boat for less than what you put into it, but to keep your cash flow going. But ultimately, that business is not going to do well unless it's uh, got something really special. Your boats are special. Well, of course. Yeah. They're looking towards the future of where boating must go. And I think, once again, a potential you know purchaser, a customer, is going to appreciate the honesty. You know? I mean, that's, all, that's what I'm saying. When they just see the prices go up, they're like, oh, geez. You know, but at least if you explain, look, we're doing this. Here's the s- situation. Uh, I, I think uh, when you go into it a lot like that way and you, and you explain it, uh, which makes perfectly good sense to anybody paying attention, they're going to understand and they're, they're going to go, okay, I, I get it. You got to, you got to make your buck. You got to keep your business viable and they're going to respect that. And I think that's going to play to your advantage uh, long-term. That's my two cents, Mike. Yeah. It, it's happening in all industries. It's happening in my industry as well. I mean, we, we, we build heavy machinery, and uh, we actually have machinery sitting on the dock in uh, La Crosse, Wisconsin, and we can't get truck drivers to pick it up and deliver it. Yeah, so the price goes up. It's simple as that. All right, Mark from Novalux, thank you. NovaLuxYachts.com. Check them out. we got more coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner. Oh, I see him. We still got Mark from Novalux, I guess. Is he going to hang? What, what's going hang. on? He's going to hang? hang you can't just throw him off the boat. And well, well swim I was, you make him swim back to shore. Okay. Mark, you good? You want to hang out for the hour? Outside. I can it, hang it, a little longer. It, it, All right. It's perfect. He yeah. found your He found your liquor cabinet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, there. Oh, God. God help us. <laughs> All right. Well, Mark from Novalux going to hang out as a passenger for the world of boating, uh, and we appreciate it. Greg's yeah. locker or mine? No, Greg's. Which one? Yeah. Oh, Greg's. Mine's fully stocked. I don't know about you, you Mike, but uh, yeah. Why? Uh, it, it, it is well stocked. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. uh, you know, help yourself to his stash, <laughs> Mark. <laughs> yeah. So. You got to catch me first. I'm... Uh, Three-quarters of the way through Lake George right now. Yeah, okay, yeah. You got your boat. And what, what is she called again? What is it, Mike? Silhouette. It's Silhouette not, is it's cruising. It's speed dimming today. <laughs> and it's cruising up the uh, St. John's to where? Is that right? Yeah, right. We're, going, uh, we're going to a, well, a town called Wallaca, 
Wallachia. Uh, okay. Wallachia, south of Palatka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wallachia, which is just south it's of Palatka. Yeah, which something. basically someone got really drunk in Palatka and go, hey, where am I? It's roughly the size of my driveway. Yeah. Uh, but, um, it, uh, no, we're going to a, to a really cool marina, uh, a resort marina that has, you know, pool, restaurant, yeah. you know, cool things. We're going to go bike riding and Sweet. Is there any any banjos out in the background? There probably are. I'm okay. sure. Well, and you know, probably a handmade, wonderful banjo. This is, uh, you know, well, the, the best Florida has to offer. Well, right? well it's exactly. It's in Florida. You know, it's a, it's a little bit out there in the sticks. But I don't know. It's yeah. Memorial Day weekend. You're seeing a ton of boaters. I'm guessing, though, aren't you? Or are you? We did a little while ago when we were passing through Astor. Yeah. There were probably uh, we saw 20 boats go by. Uh, crossing the lake, one one boat has passed us. Yeah, but uh, Lake George is huge, so and there aren't that many. They're going over to Silver Glen or to to uh, Salt Springs. They're not really crossing the lake like we are. Okay, all right. So yeah, Mike the Mariner's on his uh, quest to Wallaca, just south of Palaka. Yeah, there has to be some drunk story there. You get it's a Florida thing. Come on. All right, more coming up. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. On the good ship, lollipop, it's a sweet trip to a candy shop where bonbons play. On the sunny beach of Peppermint Bay. This is the world of boating. You know, Captain Patrick, not a big fan of like Jimmy Buffett on his boat, but I believe a huge fan of Tiny Tim. I'm going to say that since he's not here today. So there you go. Uh, this is the world of boating, and uh, I am Greg, your first mate. Mike the Mariner with us, Barry the Boater, and Mark from Nova Lux hanging out as a passenger, helping himself to uh, Mike the Mariner's alcohol stash on this memorial day but he's not boating he's uh inside uh drinking and talking about boating so it's the next best thing since the weather's not cooperating in his uh, neck of the woods but uh mike out on yeah. the water so he's staying yeah. sober staying away from the booze have you crossed yeah. any marine patrol yet because uh, yeah, my guess is they're out and about yeah yeah they are yeah we've seen uh, two of them so far yeah yeah um, back in uh Back in Astor. Yeah. Uh, of course, we're out in the middle of uh, Lake George right now. There's nobody out here. Yeah, he's, out in the, he's going out in the stick. So I guess if you're going to go boating on Memorial Day weekend, which is when a lot of the amateurs are out on the water, you know, a lot of the regular boaters have a tendency to stay away from the water on these busy boating days. Or if you're really smart like Mike, you just go out to, to the sticks where you think there will be less boaters anyway. And get away from the crowds, right. and that that is a one way to look at it too. Barry's well, not. I, yeah, go ahead, Mike. Yeah, go. I was just going to say. I mean, where we're going. I mean, we had to call a few weeks ahead to get even a, a slip assignment. Yeah, to be able to have a place to uh, traverse oh, yeah. to. Yeah, the place is full. Yeah, they're totally booked up. Yeah. So <laughs> silhouette is how big yeah. again? Uh, silhouette is a uh, thirty-nine Silverton. Okay. Thirty-nine So you had to reserve a slip in Wallaca. At the marina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. How much that break you for, Mike? What do you think? Oh, like uh, 
$51. Whoa! So Wait, $51 so. for the whole night? Yeah. With oh, power. Yeah. With power and water. Oh, yeah. that's fantastic. They oh, charge you. Do they yeah. charge you extra for the Skeeters? Or, you no, know? no, those are free. <laughs> those are free. Mosquitoes are free. There They're you go. Free. See now, aren't, Barry, aren't you jealous now? You should no, be I out on two, the water. I have yeah? two questions. Okay. Yeah, I should be. No, not down here. You don't want to be on the water today. No. Well, yeah, down in South Florida where down Barry South is. Florida, no. It's hard for him uh, to get away from all the boaters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, first of all, this lake, is there a channel that you follow, channel markers, or is it completely wide open? You can go no, anywhere along there. No, no, there's a shipping channel that I'm in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it runs right up through the middle of the lake. So there was a... Uh, there was a there, there's a power uh, power plant in Sanford, Florida, that used to be oil fired, and they used to run oil barges from Jacksonville to Sanford. And this channel was a commercial channel cut for that purpose. And also, even before that, there were commercial vessels that actually went to the port of Sanford. Hmm. Um, hmm. Believe it or not, I mean, shit. So you're on a hor- historic trek. Uh, yeah. do, do you feel like you're going back in history today, or is that just total nonsense that I'm spewing once again? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I've been on this river my whole life, so okay. I've, I've probably made this trip 50 times or more. Nice. Um, the other question I had is, um, since when did you start uh, wearing slips? What? Well, I, I wear slips when, when I'm on the boat. Yeah, okay. and that's why we can only see them from the waist <laughs> up. And you are welcome. Uh, unlike Barry, unlike yeah, well, my jokes yeah. just get worse. Well, he, Barry well, doesn't no, wear nobody, slips. He no, don't. Nobody wants. Nobody wants to see me from the waist down. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't think. I think that applies to everybody on the crew. I'm not going to speak for Mark since he's a guest and passenger. No, I mean, like everybody. I mean, like everybody. Nobody oh. wants to see. Nobody me. in <laughs> on the planet. Okay, fair enough. All right, that's fine. All right, so uh, yeah, I mean, but you're out and about. You're seeing Marine yeah. Patrol, but nothing. Well, you did tell me before we went on the air that you've already seen uh, one boat run aground. Is that true? Yes. Uh, actually, so uh, uh, Lake George is about uh, 12 and a half miles long. Mm-hmm. And so when we entered the lake about 45 minutes ago, um, there was a boat aground outside of the channel. I have no idea how he got over there. Yeah. And but but was he looking for the sandbar in the area and... <laughs> And found it. I don't know. sooner than he expected I, to. I have no idea how he even got over there. It yeah, was, it's, it's, uh, and nobody can go help him because anybody that would go help him would run aground. So he, he was him. like totally off the channel markers. Is like, why didn't you even go over there? Kind of thing. It looked he was really odd. A new channel with his prop. He, right. He, just, he was hammering it, getting uh-huh. a rooster tail of uh, mud behind him so he's gonna need a new prop and a new impeller all right so he was trying to get out of it but it was too late from what you could tell i understood yeah someone fell asleep at the wheel or or maybe it was one of those uh, memorial day weekend things where the the captain was mixing a little uh, party favors with uh with his activity and he shouldn't have been who knows we don't know the truth we haven't but you don't want to be that guy is the bottom line you know so uh you know, while uh, Mike is doing uh, the world of boating today, he is definitely, I'm watching him. You can see him on YouTube and Facebook Live. He's keeping his eyes on the waterways to make sure he doesn't turn into a, another example of what not to do. And but it's it, beautiful out there. Yeah, really. The weather, it I is, mean, I mean, that doesn't even look like, uh, you know, you don't even have a foot sea. It's like no, almost no, glass. It's wonderful. It? Yeah. yeah, there's very little wind. 
And uh, I've been on this lake when water was breaking over this bow. Yeah. Wow, that's a big lake. Yeah, it's a huge lake. And uh, today is fantastic. It's just absolutely beautiful. Now, could you just uh, stop and anchor off someplace right there and just start fishing or swimming or whatever the heck you want? Sure. uh, I'm in the middle of the channel. It's only 10 feet deep. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, the lake average average is about uh, 8 feet all the way across. So wow. there's no shallows for you to uh, hit bottom on. Well, yeah, but I mean, can you do you have to kind of pull off to the side out of the channel a little bit, or oh, does I it would, matter? Yeah, I would, yeah. I would make her in the channel, but I mean, I could, yeah, I could pull over. It's it's eight feet deep on either side of me. Yeah. Okay, could, but could I, but my, I'm just guessing. I I know this probably sounds like a, an amateur boater thing, but like if you're doing that uh, crossing the lake like that. Do you have to actually go anchor outside the channel, or is there any rule or law that would uh, keep you from just saying, eh, I like it right here, I'll just drop my anchor? What's the story? Well, you're not supposed to anchor in a channel. Okay. That, so that, That's a, a navigable water. So you got to go just past, just past the marker, and then as long as you're deep enough and safe and mm-hmm. from running aground, right. you anchor there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, but, you don't want to run aground. No, you don't want to run aground. So you got to find that happy medium there. Yeah, Barry. If you, re- if you recall, years ago we had a, an issue where you and another diver were in the water, and we were close to a channel uh-huh. and had an issue with a large ship. And the Coast Guard came out to visit us and say hello, uh, but my GPS did mark that we were not in a channel. Right. And, and so, so you argued with the guy, and he threw. Well, the you guy wanted me to move, and I said, "I have divers down there," and that's when you popped up your head. And he goes, "Oh, said, he's well, not lying. They really do exist. Yeah, they really have. Yeah, they really have divers out there." But, okay. Yeah, you cannot right. anchor in in any channel. You have to anchor off to the side. All right. All right. I mean, what what can they do? Can they give you a ticket or or no? Is that I mean, is that an yeah. offense that you they can? Get, yeah, you can get cited for it. Yeah. Yeah, what would they that be? Big, yeah. I mean, what would they? What, what would that citation be? Just for uh, anchoring uh, in a channel, or what? Keel haul you? You know? No, no. Uh, seriously, walk what, the plank? No, what? they would. They would give you a ticket. How much would it cost? I have no idea. You don't have any clue at all. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't we know. I've go never out done and it. Try it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drop your, anchor I'll, right I'll now, Mike. Let's and, uh, see how long it takes. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's a radio experiment. And, and don't <laughs> waste your time. Pop out a fishing pole and see how the fishing's like there. I mean, what what is it in Lake George? Is it they got they probably got good fishing there to, with that big a lake? I'm guessing, right? Yeah, or do you know? Yeah. It's- Lake George is basically the St. John's. Uh oh, the St. John's. Of, so believe it or not, you, you can actually uh, you can actually catch snook in this lake. Snook, hey, snook is good Even fish. I'm technically good fish in fresh water. Right, yeah. no, so is it brackish? Yeah, yeah, it's a little brackish not water, right? Um, not not technically. Uh, it, no? it's still fresh water here. Okay, but, but take uh, take a sip any, and tell us. But, but, yeah, but some of it. No, I'm not drinking that water. <laughs> some, of, some of the uh, some, some of the uh, varieties of saltwater fish that can live in fresh water do come up here, like snook, and believe it or not, uh, bull shark. Right, I was going to go there. To, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the bull, bull sharks, sharks uh, have been seen in Lake George. Yeah, they can uh, come yeah. come in from the ocean, and they often do, and uh, you know take over some of the intercoastal areas like that, uh, intercoastal waterways and lakes and stuff. 
and uh, surprised the bejesus out of the swimmers nearby. <laughs> yeah, I would be surprised if they were in that yeah. fresh water. Yeah. Uh, they survived. I don't like yeah, seeing them in the way, ocean that uh, often, to be honest with you. That's that's one of the few sharks that I, I don't particularly care to swim with, Barry. You with ah, me on that? I'm I'm with you on that. For yeah, sure. they're yeah. they're a little bit more unpredictable. I mean, they're still pretty safe in the big scheme of things from a diver's perspective, but they have a tendency to be very indiscriminate uh, eaters of various things, and uh, you you don't want to be one of those one of those indiscriminate things they want to chomp down on. More coming up. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast here's the boat and here's you do you want to be in the boat yeah hello that's life on a boat when I'm born, it's a perfect kind of joke. I'm living it up and never giving up life on a boat. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, Mark from NovaLuxYachts.com. Check him out. He's with us as a kind of a passenger and helping himself to the uh, to the booze closet, you know. Uh, in the galley uh, you know we never travel without it being fully stocked and when and when you know people like mike the mariners out on the water he he's a uh, very professional 
he leaves the drinking to his passengers and keeps them in line. So, uh, you know, Mar- Mark has taken advantage of that. And, he, and you know, uh, Mike's being the proper captain in the, in the way and keeping his eyes on the uh, water to make sure he doesn't run around, run aground or uh, pique the interest of Florida Marine Patrol here on this Memorial Day weekend. So far, so good. Right, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to outrun anybody. So. Yeah. Well, so. well, there's that. Yeah. Yeah. You're only cruising what seven knots or so, maybe if that. No, right now we're doing uh, we're doing about twelve knots. Okay. All right. You got you got some. Uh, you're you're cruising right yeah, along. Yeah. He doesn't look like a rum runner. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Why aren't you uh, going out boating, uh, Barry? What's your excuse? Uh, my excuse number one is I'm here and I won't go on Memorial weekend. Yeah. If you're going to go, if I went out, it would have been started early this morning around 6 a.m. at the ramp. Yeah. And you would uh, get out there, go uh, find one of those sandbars that Captain Patrick hates, and yeah. then oh. just anchor and stay there all day until everybody leaves and then, then come back uh, or what? A lot, of, a lot of people won't leave this weekend. They'll anchor over the weekend at that sandbar. Yeah. Well, uh, Mark, do you do that kind of thing up where you are? Where up north are you exactly, by the uh, way? Long Island, New York. Um, yeah. yeah, we do. Um, there are sandbars to pull up to. And mm-hmm. yeah, it starts in about a month and a half. Not yet. Right. It's a little really? too chilly still up Ch- there, I'm guessing. But I, who knows? There might be a few. What? I went years ago when I was a young teenager i went to connecticut in the summer that was 1805 and they, yeah and they said let's go to the beach it's warm it's beautiful out that water was 60 degrees mm-hmm. that was summer. probably yeah Forget i was gonna it. say that's summertime weather yeah. yeah 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 so mark you need to come down here <laughs> when it's 88 and you can go into the water and not shiver oh i think well, he knows you know this you cruise I, around I, I the world problem i had a problem in tampa bay because the water was 96 degrees and it was too hot to cool the generator and uh on one of my boats uh, it's a true story 96 wow, degrees water temp? Yeah, i've had the same problem really yeah. wow oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, also I've had air conditioning go off on high head pressure because of the same issue. Yeah, that can't be good. Huh. Is there any way to mitigate that with a larger radiator or something? Or External no, well, uh, heat exchanger, and you can derate it as well. So uh, we had to derate a 25-kilowatt generator to 19-kilowatt. It wasn't a big deal, but, you know. Wow. Huh. 96. I've never been in 96-degree, uh, but that's golf water. is warmer. Well, it is, yeah. but, but that would be it right at the surface, too. If you went down 10 feet or so, wouldn't it cool off a little bit more or, or not so much there? It's like a black bay, though, Tampa. It's got like a black muck. Yeah. Oh, it's, you're really selling it, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Come <Yeah>. visit Tampa. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Chamber of Commerce degree. online four yeah. for Tampa. 98 degree yeah. black muck on the <laughs> Right. Exactly. Yeah, well. You know, usually it's not that warm, but yeah, at the surface, it could be in some of those, you know, uh, Bay Area places, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, but I don't know. I mean, uh, but you like cruising around the Caribbean. You know, if you had one of those, uh, Nova Lux yachts, I mean, you've done this. Uh, did you ever do that big, uh, route that you were talking to me about a couple months ago where you uh, planned to do a big, big, long trip on one uh, or no, did that work no. out? The, um, across the, the world, they said. Right. Yeah, he was talking like about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that trip kind of got sidelined. Um, it has to ha- it has to start in the fall, so it, it may it may start uh, next fall. A lot of a lot of you got to stop at a lot of countries, and, yeah. and there's 
there's some problems. So. COVID was a big problem. Like you yeah. wouldn't be yeah. allowed anywhere. You could stay out in the water, eat fish all day. Right. You know. Right. Well, Any with fresh water, wait for the rain. Well, with one of his boats, you could probably do that fairly economically. Most of it, yeah. Yeah. So that that's the way to go. So it's good to know people like Mark. So yeah. you know, if COVID didn't do us in when the zombie apocalypse happens. That's right. We He'll call be the him only up. one alive. Yeah, we'll uh, you know get out on one of those Nova Lux yachts, and we'll be good to go. I think. That, and that is a, kind of the marketing position—not zombie apocalypse, but autonomy, self-sufficient. <laughs> yeah, that, that is that is what we're trying to to provide. Well, then you need a water maker. Oh, yep, water maker. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they got you have all that stuff on those boats, don't you? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What What water about you, Mike? Do you got a water maker on your vessel? I do. I do not have a water maker. You don't. Um, okay. No. You just no, have a couple big them. tanks or something, yes, or big Publix. Tanks. <laughs> I have a yeah. I have a hundred. I have a hundred uh, gallon freshwater tank. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, that which that's, gets which gets you through a, a good three or four day weekend. Yeah. Exactly, and that's what he does. And you, you like to kind of stay close to shore. You don't do a lot of trekking over the islands, at least not yet in, well, he, in Silhouette. I will, I will. I mean, I bought this boat to do that, but yeah. right now I still work. So. Yeah. Oh, can't say that four-letter word here on the World yeah. of Boating. Be careful. That's not allowed. It sounds like he's getting close to the sticks there, Barry. You hearing that? Yeah, yeah. The boat will see the Bahamas and... It will see the Bahamas oh, at some point. Silhouette. Yeah, you're losing your yeah. signal. So you yep. must be getting closer uh, to your uh, Wallachia, Florida. I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they only have is a string and two Exactly. It's all good. It's all good. All right. Well, look, hopefully you're making the best of your Memorial Day weekend. We will wrap it up for this week's edition of The Big Show. Till next time, remember, whether it is sail or motor, Life is better. Life is better. As a boater. As a boater. Save boating, everyone. Barnacle-bitten swab. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Comments, feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.